0: Hello everybody and welcome to Download Required, the official pop culture podcast of the Canton Repository. I'm Cliff Hickman, I'll be your only host today. Joe has been busy, I've been busy, we haven't had a show the past couple weeks and uh, our schedules didn't line up again. But I wanted to get something out there, so we're doing one today on video games, since that's what I've been really heavy into, and more specifically shooters. I thought we'd take a take some time to talk about Call of Duty Black Ops 4, as well as Battlefield 5. I just got my EA early access trial this morning on the uh, Xbox One and played around with Battlefield 5, the final version, a little bit. And I'll give you my thoughts on that. Uh, First, we'll start with Black Ops 4, which is a game I feel honestly very conflicted about. It's certainly the most fun I think I've had with the franchise in several years. It can also be the most aggravating game in the franchise I've played in several years. You never feel quite comfortable for one reason or another. And I think what it boils down to for me is I just do not like the inclusion of specialists. If you're new to video games or you haven't played Call of Duty in a while, you may ask, what is a specialist? Well, they basically turn Call of Duty into a hero shooter almost this year, like Overwatch or Battleborn or one of those where you pick a character and that character has a unique set of abilities that kind of meshes in with the regular kill streaks and gun streaks that you go on. Uh, a lot of them are brought back from Black Ops Three. If you played that game, you're going to be pretty familiar with what you're going to be running into. Firebreak, for example, is back. Yes, he has the flamethrower. Yes, the reach on it is ridiculous. Uh, he has a new toy though. The The nuclear core, you basically pull it off your back and slam it onto the ground, and you radiate an entire area. You can damage them, and they can't heal from it immediately. It takes them some time to recover from being burned before they're allowed to use their stim shot, so it's a pretty powerful tool. Where things get hairy is it radiates people through walls and through floors on different levels, so it can feel kind of cheap. Have I been accused of being the person that's been kind of cheap using that equipment? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. In Summit, people like to camp the upstairs room on the left. I like to go underneath them, pull out the core, and basically radiate everyone and sometimes get two or three kills. Do I feel particularly satisfied by doing that? No, not really. It doesn't take any skill to push that button, hold it down, and just fry everybody. And that's where the trouble comes in. I feel like it punishes the good players, that system. Because me, I, I do. Ta- I won't say I'm the greatest in the world. I can get on some good streaks, though. And there's nothing more frustrating when you're on a streak... Than to have it ended by what is essentially our a participation award. These guys have not earned this skill. It just it's on a cooldown. You get it, and if you get hit with it at the wrong time, you can lose a lot of progress toward a score streak, a big one that you've been building up to, and it can be very frustrating. I think one of the worst ones is Prophet's uh, little stun mobile. That's what I call it anyway. He throws out this little RC car that comes up on you and shocks you. You can push the X button or square button depending on the platform you're playing on. I'm not sure what it is on PC. I'm sure they have a button for that as well. But you can pull it out real quick and mitigate some of the length of time you're stunned. But still, it's usually enough in a game this fast-paced to get you killed. And again, it's just super frustrating that this thing rolls up behind you or rolls up in front of you and shocks you and you happen to get shot because you're stuck in a bad position. What it leads to is me running away a lot. I even see one of those things running, rolling toward me on the ground. I'm trying to find higher ground or sacrifice one of my teammates. It sounds horrible, but it's true. I like to sacrifice one of my teammates, let them take that shock, and try to shoot the device off of them before any of us gets killed. But I do not like getting hit with that thing, although it seems like I get hit with it quite a bit. Uh, Nomad is the one that people have complained about the most. He is a specialist that calls in an attack dog. The thing isn't particularly bright. I will say that. It'll run right past people. It will, if it does detect you, though, the thing has to have just about 600 to 800 health or something ridiculous. I've put two clips into it. With no success, the thing just runs up on you and takes a chunk out of you, one bite, and you are done. Again, very frustrating. Most of the time it happens to me when I spawn. It just happens to be patrolling the area. I haven't had time to get my bearings and all of a sudden I've got a guard dog rushing me and I'm trying to shoot it in the face with an our, you know, shoot it in the face with a uh, assault rifle to no effect. And I'll tell you what's even funnier is this dog is rocket proof. I've taken to carrying rockets to shoot down UAVs and counter UAVs and things like that to try to help out the team and the dog I fired a rocket directly into it. This will destroy an aircraft people. It will not destroy one of these dang guard dogs. The thing just still kept coming. I'm like, what is this thing made out of? It looks like a normal dog. Did they do some experiments on this thing? Is it genetically mutated? If someone could let me know over in Treyarch, that would be great. But there's something up with that dog, man. It eats rockets for breakfast. No effect. Big explosion. It comes running through said explosion. Jumps on me. Takes one bite. And I am done. And I'm also very unhappy at the same time. So that's kind of the frustration. I kind of miss I like the gameplay. I'll say that the second to second gunplay gameplay when actual it's gunfights, it's it's really, really good. I love the sound design, the sound the weapons feel. Like you're, you know, feel chunky. It feels like you are really firing a heavy piece of machinery when you let loose with one of these guns. And the sound effects when you're shooting people, you hear the ping of the armor, and then when they're down to their their uh, last bit of health, there's this little squish sound when you've uh, gotten the last the last hit and uh, killed them off for the life. And it's a great sound. It's really hard to describe it. But it is a super satisfying sound to hear. I absolutely love it. It used to be that Battlefield had the clear edge in sound design. After playing both Call of Duty, the sound design on Black Ops 4 blows Battlefield just out of the water. And I'm stunned to say that, but it's true. The the sounds in Black Ops 4 from the gunfire... And from the sounds of gunfire hitting armor and hitting walls is, is just, it's incredible. It, it feels really good. It sounds really good. It kind of gets you invested in the action a bit more. So there are really good things. I would say there's there's some annoyances. The, the thing is I can't quit playing the thing. I play it a couple hours every day, which is as most as I've played any game in a long time. Sometimes I can go a couple days without playing. Since this thing has come out, I've been on that thing, man. It's got it's got its hooks in me, and uh, that's even with the annoyances. So the things I'm going to bring up, yes, they're annoying, but bear in mind that none of it has stopped me from playing the game. I keep coming back to this thing no matter how bad it beats me up on any given night, and, and make no mistake, no matter how good you are, you're going to get beat up, because I guess we'll start right off the top. There is something weird with this matchmaking. I can't figure it out. I don't know how it's putting these lobbies together, but I have been on the receiving end of some pretty bad beatings where it's, it's just, it's I don't know that it's my fault. In one lobby, I had about a 1.4 KD, which I guess is about a little below my average. Um, I guess it's EKIA. I guess we don't call it KD anymore. So I had a 1.4 EKIA, And we were losing by about 25. So I'm looking at the scoreboard going, what is going on? I mean, I'm not playing that poorly until I saw everyone else on my team. The other five players were going at a 0.75 EKIA and below. I think there were three guys that had a 0.3 EKIA and below. And that's where it gets really frustrating because they've basically rolled your kills and assists into the EKIA stat. There is no more assists. If you get gunfire on someone, you've killed them. So when you see someone is at two and 17 or three and 15 or something like that, that means they've only put gunfire on three people the entire round and they've managed to die 15 times, and a ratio like that in Team Deathmatch, which is what I play a lot of, I'll tell you why I don't play many of the other modes here in a second, but when you're playing Team Deathmatch, a minus 10 EKIA out of six players, that's just a killer to have one of them. When you have multiple, it becomes almost unplayable, because the other team just locks everything down with all these streaks and character abilities, and there's just nowhere to go. I tend to play by myself, so there there is no backup. So when I get stuck with a bad group of players, it's really, really painful. There's no one there to even complain to at the time. You just have to sit there and grunt at the TV and not necessarily like how you're feeling about things, and that happens every so often, more often than I would like. Now, for Call of Duty World War II, I didn't like the maps so much. I thought they were really poor for Team Deathmatch, so what I did with that game is I ended up playing a lot of Domination, like I started doing Domination Kill Confirmed, a lot of objective-based game modes, and they were really fun. The spawns were pretty good in World War II, at least after the first uh, month or so. But in Black Ops 4, the spawns are super random. It's not uncommon to take a C or A flag and randomly have the other team spawn behind you for no reason. There's just no real good flow to those modes. I can't figure out when and where or even why people are coming from the spots they are. Like After you've played so many of these games, you kind of know or you kind of have an idea where the danger is going to come from and where you could possibly get shot from. And as far as Black Ops 4 goes, I could not figure it out in the objective-based modes. There is a piece of equipment called the acoustic sensor. It basically lights up if an enemy near you is not wearing dead silence it kind of lights up the radar and it can give you kind of a heads up on the janky spawn but that is taking one of your equipment spots out of play to run the acoustic sensor and a lot of times it's spawning multiples behind you it's not just one guy sometimes they'll drop two three maybe the entire team behind you so even if it lights up you may not necessarily be able to do anything about it so what it's done is it's really, really broken uh, modes like domination. I just I can't quite get into that mode at all. Hardpoint I've never liked. I dropped I dropped into the uh, mercenary mosh pit this week and played some hardpoint. It was it was very, I don't know, I just don't like the game mode. It's very frustrating because I feel like, again, playing by myself, I'm the only one going for that glowing circle. And you tend to eat a lot of deaths when you do that. And you tend to eat a lot more deaths when nobody is kind of willing to help you out. So I was really frustrated with that. Uh, Kill confirmed is fine. It's like team deathmatch, only you collect tags. I actually prefer team deathmatch because it's kind of easier for me with straight kills just to get my streaks in and get things going, get my drone squad up. Uh, get my sniper copter up, get the uh, attack chopper up. Those are the three things I'll usually run for my end game. I usually run a UAV and a care package beforehand to kind of boost myself up to that level, but I can kind of usually regularly uh, drop one of those higher streaks uh, provided things go right, and I'm not playing with five guys who are uh, having an under one EKIA. So, those are kind of the circumstances in, in which I thrive. Uh, the other thing I'm not wild about is the 150 health you have in core. It's been 100 health in years past. It takes more bullets to kill people. And sometimes the Treyarch net coding is not up to par. And it feels like you shoot people a lot. And it feels like you're not doing anything to them. It's very, very frustrating Snipers though still have no flinch, and they can still one hit kill you. And in fact, they buffed them last week. So I don't know the logic behind that. I'm not a game developer. Uh, what I can tell you is I don't like it. I do not enjoy being quick scoped. I don't find it fun. I don't. You know, it's just it's a really frustrating thing when you're lighting someone up. And when I take any kind of damage, when I'm aiming down sights. My scope goes to the roof from flinch, yet these guys are taking bullets the entire time. Manage to aim down sights for a half second, fire one bullet from basically your waist up and kill you while you have to put so many more shots into them. It's kind of it kind of makes the dynamic really, really frustrating. And if you run into a really good sniper, you're in for a miserable. Miserable round of team deathmatch or whatever other mode you're playing. It just it gets really frustrating. I just I don't like it. As far as the other things that come with the game, you have zombies mode. I'll admit I haven't done too much with that. It's uh, I've played on each of the maps once. I take that back. I've played on three of the four. I haven't played on the remastered map classified. I bought the digital deluxe edition, so I had this extra one, but I haven't messed around with that. I played with the new ones. It was okay. Zombies, I've never really been that big of a fan of. I can't really figure it out as far as how to get the electricity on and power up the weapons and what weapons you're supposed to be using and so on and so forth. It's kind of a whole adventure... In and of itself, and like I said, I usually play by myself. That's more of a mode for four people, and I just don't have four people that are playing this game right now. In fact, it's down to just me for the most part. So, Zombies, uh, not really where you're going to find me too often. Uh, Blackout, uh, Call of Duty's take on Battle Royale is pretty fun. I don't find it as satisfying as PUBG, in fact, I've gone back to as far as when I play battle royale. I've gone back to playing PUBG with my friends. There's just something about the uh, the skill level in that that I that I find more attractive. It seems to to take more skill to hit shots, and it, it's more satisfying when you do hit shots. There's some extra blood effects. There's some ragdoll effects. There's some pretty crazy stuff that can happen in a round of PUBG. Although it is. I'll admit, a lot clunkier. It's not as clean. It's not as refined. You can't move around real well in PUBG. I think the joke is, I think Dr. Disrespect started it, and I kind of agree with it. You feel incredibly unathletic in PUBG. It just feels like you're always tripping over your own two feet. You don't get that feel in blackout. I've actually won a solo blackout. I think I did one solo drop, and I happened to come out with a win in that, and I'm almost... Half tempted to retire from Blackout and go one for one, but I'm sure I'll dive back in at some point. I enjoyed it. It's a different feeling. Battle Royale. There's a lot of armor, a lot of armor, and Blackout. You know, you get used to hearing the ping, 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 ping. It's that sound, you hear it a lot, and it can get really frustrating if they've got a level 3 vest on, and you're just lighting them up and nothing's happening. Eventually it will break, you'll see the armor bust and fall off, which is a really nice effect. And then you can uh, knock them down, as you normally would in multiplayer. But uh, I like the map design. I think they need to work on the loot distribution, a little bit. There was ramparts everywhere. <laughs> I've played some duo drops and the, the the rampart is just everywhere. Now, when I won my solo game, I got lucky. I had my hands on an ICR and I was doing some, some pretty good work with that. But the rampart, I actually like the rampart in multiplayer. I don't know what the difference is with blackout, but it's just not very good when you're uh, shooting that gun. And it's a... Uh, It's their first uh, thing Call of Duty's done, like a Battle Royale, with that many players, high 80s. So it's going to take some time to work out the kinks. I think they're doing that, and I think they're going to have a solid experience on their hands there. Uh, My thing is, I tend to go where my friends go. Most of my friends are going to stick with PUBG, so for Battle Royale purposes, I'll probably be sticking with PUBG. The multiplayer, though, is really fun. Like I said... I can't stop playing it. It's probably the best one in many, many years. The most playable one probably for me. I didn't necessarily like Black Ops 2, but I played it a lot. I actually prefer the moment-to-moment. It's more like that game. It's kind of on the same level. I guess I've been so beaten down, even going back to something like Black Ops 2 would be welcome to me at this point, so... Despite its annoyances, I'm probably in this game for the long haul. I've prestiged, you know, maybe two or three times. I've been going through this uh, this new supply drop black market system. I'm kind of addicted to unlocking tiers. You're listening to this uh, probably. I'm recording it late Thursday night. By time you hear this on Friday, they're doing a uh, double experience supply drop weekend. So your progress on those supply drop tiers is going to be uh, twice as fast. So it usually takes about 50 minutes to an hour of gameplay to progress through tiers on the black market. You'll be able to do that in like 25 to 30 minutes from Friday morning until Monday morning this weekend plan accordingly and I certainly am. I'll probably, if you, if you play on the Xbox one, you, you may run across me. So I'll probably be on that. One thing I did want to talk about is battlefield five. This was a game I was really, really worried about. I played the beta just uh, a couple months ago and it did not feel good. There was a lot of stuff I did not like at the time. In particular, I would say the whole death and respawn process felt really janky. You would lay there on the ground and call for revives, and that would take about 10 seconds if you held on till the end looking for a revive. And then it would count down another 10 seconds after that before you could get back in the game. So there would be these really long waits and lulls in the action before you could get back in. And it was the longest in Battlefield history. And I just, I did not like it. And I'm happy to report they did fix that. If you hang on the first time and call for a revive all the way to the end, you'll be able to respawn immediately when you go to the next screen. So they basically halved it, which is, that's just superb. It helps The pacing of the multiplayer so much. Um, It felt a lot like, I'm not going to lie, Battlefield 1 with lower amounts of health and ammo and without uh, the health regen. Uh, Manual health regen is a big thing this year. I didn't mention it in Call of Duty, but you no longer go around a corner and wait to heal. You have a stim shot on you, you hit a button, you heal... Basically, immediately if you have the uh, stem shot equipment on, or you know, it gradually heals you if you just run the the regular stem shot, which is what I run most of the time. I like the I like the thing, the comsec device, where you get cheaper score streaks. That's how I I kind of cheat to drop some of my bigger ones. But in that game, when it takes like. 13 and a half kills in a row to get some of the good stuff, uh, what are you going to do? I'll, I'll knock it down to 10, 11, and I can usually get close to that or find a way to hit that. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a big part of it. So going over to Battlefield, same thing. When you take damage, you can regen your health a little bit. Um, it only goes up so high, though. So without a health pack, which you kind of pull out of your belt and use you can only regen up to like 80% health if you've only taken a couple shots. I've seen it go as low as like 40 to 60% health. So you really need a, and you start with one of these health packs. You press up on the directional pad, you pull it out and you heal yourself uh, back to 100 very quickly. After you use that, you either have to find a supply station on the map or you need to locate a medic and have them drop out a a crate of those things and you need to pick one up. So they, they kept that kind of element in the game, which was, it's a little better now than it was in the beta. I found the, the gunfights to be a little crisper than they were in the beta. Sometimes it felt like I was hitting some things and it wasn't quite registering as cleanly as I would like it. Um, earlier today, it felt like, uh, like everything was registering. I was about 25 and 13, 26 and 13, something thereabouts on my first round. And, uh, I had a great time. It felt like, uh, the time to kill is a lot less than it was in battlefield one. You can knock people down very quickly. So that that's kind of a nice change. It's kind of like the games have gone in separate directions. Uh, Battlefield's going with lesser health, and Call of Duty's going with more health. So it was a little refreshing to uh, actually only need about one clip at worst to to put somebody down at range. Usually you can do it uh, fairly quickly, even if you don't hit all of your shots in Battlefield. So I I really liked it. Uh, vehicles seem to work. Map design is is really great. They've cleaned up the visuals. They had this thing in the beta where everything was so dark enemies could kind of blend into the shadows and you get shot from a dark corner and you would have no idea what happened. And they've cleaned that up. It's it's not as easy for enemies to blend into the environment now. You can see them pretty clearly. They washed uh, some of the things out. And generally the multiplayer, I give a passing grade to. I think it's really fun. I, after the beta, I was like, man, I don't know if I can pick this game up, if, if this is going to be what it's going to be. And I kind of walked away from today playing the final version, playing the trial, saying, okay, I'm in. Yeah, this is kind of what I was looking for and kind of what I was hoping for and what I'm willing to play. So as far as that goes... Yeah, I'm in. I-, I wish they had done more things. This is a different take on World War II. They're focusing on lesser battles, uh, a lot of conflict in Africa, some of the, the the conflicts in other European states that you know you really haven't seen in a video game before. There's a part of me, though, that wishes we had things like Wake Island back. I love Wake Island. I loved having it in uh, Battlefield 1942. Loved having it back in Battlefield 3. You could bring It's like Nuketown. You could bring back Wake Island in every Battlefield, and I would never complain. I just love that. So there's nothing like Wake Island. There's nothing like the beaches in Normandy. There's all the big battles, that, the ones you might expect to be there. Uh, really aren't right now so it's going to be and there's only two factions Uh, you know a a lot of the previous Battlefield games you would jump around to different maps and and fight in some of the different armies right now at launch you are limited to Great Britain and Germany those are the two factions I guess they're going to be adding uh, some in later via the tides of war If you trust EA to actually follow through on that, I'm a little more leery of their DLC plan. It's one thing to have a plan, and it's one thing to say you're going to do free DLC. But as someone who bought Star Wars Battlefront 2 last year, under the same promises, I can tell you they have not lived up to that. We've gotten one big Conquest map since launch about a year ago. There is a second one coming, but... Man, when you're talking about the old season pass system, which granted you had to pay for, but you would get those, those maps a lot sooner. So Battlefront has kind of died on the vine. Obviously that game had a lot of other problems with the microtransactions and gamers just weren't having that. I haven't seen anything like that with this. There is still the, the money system the war bond system from battlefield one where you kind of all your currency is in one pool and to do anything you need to use some of that currency, be it to buy new uniforms or to buy, you know, upgrades for your gun and, and some of those things. So it's very similar in that regard to battlefield one. Um, there's some missing weapons. Like I said, the United States is not a faction in this game yet. So if you were hoping to hear the ping of the M one Garand, you're not going to hear that. The Thompson is not in the game at this time. A lot of it is just, again, relegated to great Britain and Germany. And it's a lot of, uh, weapons brought back from battlefield one, quite frankly. And, Though they've been retuned and behave a little differently at times, they still look very similar to what we had in the last game. So that's the warning there. If you're expecting this to cover every base in World War II, it's simply not going to do that right now. They claim they're going to be adding in factions later. Uh, The Battle Royale mode, that's the big thing. We talked about Blackout. Uh, There is going to be one for Battlefield Five. It's not in the game at launch. It won't be out until March. So if you're Battle Royale only and you're looking to try all the biggest Battle Royales, it's not going to be in the game until March, at which point you can probably pick this thing up for a discount. Uh, Pre-orders were down 85%. That's why they kicked it ahead a month and have tried to smooth some things out. But I'd imagine... By the time that mode comes out, you're going to be able to get this thing at less than uh, 60 or $80 or whatever the asking price is for the various editions. So if Battle Royale is your only concern, I would advise you to wait. Uh, I did play the intro to the single player, and I was not impressed with that at all. I know there's been a lot of hand-wringing over Call of Duty cutting out the single player campaign, I'll be honest I don't mind um, if it comes down to do we include single player or blackout well single player you'll play six to eight hours and never touch again blackout there's the you know you can do that for hundreds of hours why would you not take blackout over over the campaign in my opinion um I'll always take the multiplayer mode over the campaign that's just how I view things there is one in battlefield and It's not good. It's really not good. The sound design was really lacking. Felt like I was uh, shooting a pea shooter a lot of times. The enemy AI is absolutely brain dead. They were standing straight up in the middle of gunfights with basically a shoot me sign on their chest. It felt like I was dealing more with uh, cardboard cutouts than actual humans. Uh, it, It was really strange. I will say it looked really beautiful uh the explosions definitely rocked the living room a lot of uh particle debris in the air a lot of enough lens flare to make jj abrams jealous thought it was going to give me a seizure at one point there was so much of that going on but luckily that didn't happen uh so i mean if you are sensitive to flashing lights and stuff that 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 Battlefield Five campaign is going to be pretty rough based on what I experienced in the opening 15 minutes of that. They did get actor Mark Strong to narrate the, the opening chapter, and certainly his voice uh, lended a certain gravitas to, to what was going on. Uh, it's just once the action started, you notice the flaws in it right away. You know, it's just like again, you're so used to the multiplayer environment where everyone's playing you so tough and giving you no clean shots and minimizing their body hitbox window, and then all of a sudden you you hop into campaign and guys are just standing straight up. You're putting full clips into them. They're kind of stumbling around, but then they're not dying. I don't know. It was really weird. It was really uneven. Uh, There is a campaign. It's called War Stories. It's not complete yet. I think you're getting three chapters and a fourth to come in a couple months. It'll be out before the end of the year. You're getting a tank chapter. Uh, The next free multiplayer map is going to be very heavily focused on tank combat, so that kind of war story is going to fit right in with that. I wouldn't expect anything more than 8 to 12 hours. So if you're a campaign player, there is one. I can't vouch for how good it is. Was not blown away by the intro. I can tell you that the multiplayer really fun. It's uh, limited in scope, but I'm still gonna get it. I, I there's something about the I find relaxing about the the battlefield style multiplayer where you can't really control everything that's going on there's no kill streaks it's just kind of like how many numbers can you put up within the half hour window that this conquest game is uh is going to go on and i find that refreshing where i don't have to worry about how you know what's my streak number how many points do i need for a helicopter or whatever i don't have to worry about that i can just Run around, try to flank people, try to have a good time, try to get into some CQB and some houses. Uh, it's just, I, I think if you liked the uh, Battlefield 1 style of multiplayer, you're going to like this. It feels very similar, albeit a bit more hardcore with some of the attrition limitations on health, the lower ammo count, and the quicker time to kill. So you may want to factor those in. Um, I, I don't know. I was really worried about it. I played today, had a smile on my face. I was like, okay, they figured this out. And it's a game that's had a rough go of things and I'll probably be there at launch. Uh, we'll see if I regret it. I hope tides of war last longer than March. That's as far as the roadmap goes. That's as far as it goes right now. They say this is going to be a, a long-term plan where they are adding things and I hope it is. I really hope it is. So I'm going to buy it at launch and see where we go. So those are the the two big uh, shooters you can uh, look forward to picking up uh, this winter. You can get those on your Christmas list right now if you're of age and hope Santa puts them under your tree. I've also been toying around with some Red Dead Redemption 2 In between all that, I mean, who hasn't? You can see that everywhere on the internet. I found that to be uh, pretty fun thus far. If you like the original, you can't go wrong. Once again, it takes quite a bit of time to get into the flow of the action, as it were. This is a game that takes a, a few hours just to get started. So if you're impatient and want something with heavy action... Uh, that would be the one thing I would warn you about because, I mean, I'm I'm kind of the same way. The first Red Dead I put down for several months. I eventually did go back. I did beat it, but, I mean, it put me off so much with how slow it was that I just kind of gave up on it because I assumed the whole game was going to be like that, and it wasn't. Now, this one's a little better. It's not nearly as slow as the first Red Dead Redemption, but it does hold your hand for for the first two to three hours of the game, maybe four, depending on how long you spend toying around. But I mean, it's, it's such a rich world. There's random things that will happen to you that you'll never see coming. I was out in the woods, uh, hunting some elk for the camp when all of a sudden a man rode by with a woman tied to the back of his horse screaming for help. So I kind of wheeled about and shot the arrow into the side of his head instead of the side of the deer's head. I was hunting and he fell off. He was no longer with us, unfortunately. And the horse was riding off with the woman still. So I had to chase the horse down, get it to calm down, untie her. And she said she was kidnapped and all this stuff it wasn't a mission it just happened it just happened randomly in the game <laughs> it was one of those random events and there's just touches like that all over the place you can never quite tell what is going to happen to you anytime or any place you go somewhere so it's very unpredictable and that lends it to that lends to the fun if you're looking for a strictly single player game where you don't have to deal with anyone else. I wouldn't look at the shooters this fall. I think your best bet may be Red Dead, certainly. I also love Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I want to get back in and finish that at some point. That's probably the best Assassin's Creed game ever made, and I've played all of them. All the console ones. There's some of the portable ones I never got to. Liberty. Uh, some of those other ones. I did play Rogue. I even played that one. I would like to never did finish it because it was in between straddling the 360 and Xbox One generations. They did remaster it. I'm going to pick that up at some point and probably finish that. But there's uh, a lot of good stuff in Odyssey. That's a a very long game. I think you could probably easily squeeze about 50 hours out of... uh, odyssey and or red dead 2 depending on how deep you fall down the rabbit hole and to be honest i felt myself slipping pretty far down the rabbit hole in both so that's my recommendation if you're looking for something to play by yourself look at one of those two even though it's not your typical shooter so that's going to do it for this episode of Download Required. This has been Cliff Hickman. We'll try to get Joe back with us uh, next week once our schedules cooperate a little bit. But it's always fun to, to come in and talk about things. And I've been playing a lot of games. And I'm glad I got the chance to review those and, and talk with you about them. So stay right here. We'll try to have something up for you by next Thursday. Have a good week.